Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. on the boss man show from the show coach robert jones back to back chips out of the meac norfolk state doing big things coach jones what's up brother hey what's up what's up boss man man no much brother enjoying the birthday weekend still seeing you guys do your thing man so living up good down here man all right happy birthday to you appreciate it appreciate it man <clears throat> man coach man you know how it is rob man you guys were the hunted all year in the meac everybody want a piece of norfolk state and giving you their best shot every night. Talk about the resolve of your young men to know every night in that conference, you would have hunted and had to bring it every night, no matter what. Uh, it was a mental test for us all year. You know, um, from the moment they said we were the preseason number one, you know, to the moment, you know, we started off with a great 10, nine, nine and one start <clears throat> to like, you know, regular season champs and all that stuff. We would have hunted all year. And, um, you know, you got to have a great mental resolve to get through that that battle. So, you know, credit to those guys for, for staying with the plan and, and sticking the course with all the pressure that they had on them all year. No doubt, man. And you know, like <laughs> you said, man, that even, even in the non-league play, Norfolk State is, is not a, a, a walkover. It's not yeah. one of those guaranteed game win nights, right? So even in non-league play, you, you won them non-league games, people wanted you then. And so from, so in offseason coach, from summer to the, to, the, to the fall, how did you prepare those guys? What did what'd you, what'd you put on the board for those young men to know, hey, this is going to be focused every night. We are somebody who they want to beat every night. Behold uh, the green and gold. <laughs> there's a, a lot of tough conversations, you know, just conversation after conversation about just trying to keep your, your mind right. Because We always said that physically we thought we had enough pieces to do some good things, but – Will we going to be able to uh, stick together mentally? Will we going to be able to, um, you know, fight adversity when things hit? Will we going to be able to bounce back if we had a loss? Because, you know, it came to a point that loss was unexpected for us this year. And that's a, that's a tough um, thing to handle, you know, for some of you, you know, young men coaches too. You know, when, if you lose, you know, the world comes crumbling down on you, you know, and, and we know in college basketball, you're going to lose. The best teams lose. But, um, you know, in the world that we live in, uh, when you start winning a lot, people don't think that you're supposed to lose, which is like, you know, another whole topic, which is crazy. But at the same time, you know, can we bounce back from that? And will we keep going with our goal? And our goal was to win the, uh, the championship and we, we was able to do that. We said, our goal was to win both championships, honestly. And, um, you know, we were able to do that. And I think the loss to Morgan State 
I know it's New York would say it's a good loss, but yeah, I think it helped you kind of give your guys mm-hmm. a new center and refocusing. Like, hey, we got to tighten up on some things. Because when you, when you win and you have some bad things going on, you kind of cover because you're winning. But a loss, you can coach them even harder, get it on film, a teachable moment. So how that loss at Morgan State helped you for this run you went on into the MEAC season, into this tournament. Now to go to the big dance one more time, brother. Sometimes when you're winning, it's like putting lipstick on an ugly girl. You know, it's like, you know, it masks a lot of things. You know, like it covers a lot of things. But when you lose, it, it, it exposes it. You know, so, um, you know, we lost and we lost by double figures, you know, that game, honestly. You know, it, and it was probably a double figure game, but the end, end result was double figures. So um, it was a wake up call. And I think that it was good that we played them in the semifinals because they had our full attention, you know. Um, and I'm not quite sure if they would have had our full attention if we would have uh, not lost to them. Because at, this, at that point, we had one, I think, eight out of the last nine against Morgan or something like that. So, if, uh, well, if we would have won that game, it would have been like eight out of the last nine. So I think that, you know, they would have thought, like, okay, this is just another, uh, another win coming against Morgan, you know. But the Morgan had our full attention. And, of course, um, once you get to the championship, I mean, your attention got to be there no matter who you play. No doubt, man. And no doubt. And like you said, man, uh, I really enjoyed watching you guys play all year because, like, you all play with passion, man. Your guys playing hard, and you all connected together. Talk about the, your guys, continuity of your guys, the staff, and how you know when you winning and still be connected together, and the egos not getting involved, and how selfless your guys have been all year long. I think it, it starts with uh, you know, with us, you know, as coaches, you know, not having egos, you know, and stuff like that. You know, we understand that. Um, no matter what praise or, or, or fame we get, you know, it's like we can always still get better and we always try to stay humble. And I think it rub, rubs off on the players, you know, and, and, and they try to do that. And, and then, you know, we try to do a lot of different things to keep a, a family environment. You know, we have dinners and we have, you know, guys come over my house and stuff like that. So um, we just try to be well, you know, well, uh, a well-knit family. And um, it just lessens the egos. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, some guys might not have, but it's just not, it doesn't stick out you know, as much as maybe some other progress. I think everybody got an ego to a certain extent. But, um, you know, it, ours don't, don't – it's not like a sore thumb. Talk about Joe Brown Jr., man, uh, regular season player of the year, and the tournament MVP matching Kylo Quinn, who did it for you guys back in the day. Talk about that young man, how his progress from last year to this year, how he's grown as a player and a man off the court. Well, he's, I mean, last year he was hurt a lot. This year he wasn't. Um, he had a stretch when he was hurt. He was hurt the central first central game. <clears throat> that we played, uh, he was really like 70 for 70% that game. And, um, you know, he didn't, he didn't do, you know, as good as he normally would. And he went through some nicks and bruises, but for the most part, he, he was healthy this year. And that, that, that played a tremendous part in it. And um, so I'm happy that he won play of the year. You know, he's a four-year guy. And that's kind of, that's kind of rare to say in this day and age, you know, nobody's a four-year guy. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like Juco basketball, you know, you know, and I, I, I credit those Juco coaches who were able to, figure it out year after year because this is what division one is turning into a whole new team every year, you know? So I, mm-hmm. I you know, I definitely credit those Juco coaches that, that have been able to figure it out. Um, but I'm just so happy for him. And, um, you know, of course he had a great performance in the tournament. I really thought it was going to come down between him and Jalen Hawkins, but I think that uh, Joe edged a little, edged Jalen a little bit in the championship game with the 23 points. So I, it could have easily been a co uh, most outstanding play, honestly. And I'll talk about, I'll ask you about Mr. Hawkins, Mr. Jalen, man. Uh, talk about how he caught Miss Joe's game and also Tate as well. Now, talk about those two young men, how they caught Miss Joe's scoring ability out there, man, and leading your team as well, helping you guys give you all balance that you need to on any given night be able to hit your guys and score the ball and rebound the ball as well. 
Joe, even though Joe is a scorer, he's also like a good facilitator for us. That's why we use him at the point guard position. But Jalen is like a scorer. Like, you know, he's going to get in and try to go, um, which, you know, kind of compliments. So now Joe can facilitate to him and he can, you know, and a lot of, there's a lot of eyes on Joe, which leaves him open for shots and things like that. So um, that's great. Same thing with Tate. Tate is a, is a versatile four man. Um, he's kind of cutting that, you know, that, that new kind of four, three combo type player. He can put on the floor a little bit, he can shoot the three. He can rebound the ball, big, strong body. So he's like a, a mismatch a lot for, for, um, for bigger guys. And then he's a mismatch for smaller guys. He puts my small on him because he does post up and stuff like that. So um, he's the, you know, we got a great, good three-headed monster. And of course, you know, when you add Chris Banks into the mix, um, we got a lot of versatility. That's why I think this year teams couldn't do stuff like junk defenses, like, you know, players boxing one or anything like that because you're leaving a whole bunch of other guys open, you know? So exactly. um, they, they, they couldn't do that. Yeah, you also gonna have a way you can cause comfort defense, make a man make a decision. Who who am I let win, be beat me today? <laughs> so it's always good to have that those options. Man, hey, pick, pick your poison defense. What you don't do? But yeah. speaking of defense, thirty five percent of the carpet. What's your percent from downtown? Talk yeah. about defensively your effort this tournament, holding everybody under under seventy points the whole tournament, man. Well, I mean, we're number two in the country with field goal percentage defense. So I don't think we did nothing different than we've been doing all year, to be honest with you. I think a lot of people um, don't know that stat about Norfolk State. Um, you know, they see, like, the wins and stuff like that, but they don't know, like, inside those wins, there's a stat that, that's very consistent, and that's defense. You know, there's 357 teams in the country, and we're number two, you know, in field goal percentage defense. I think we're, like, number 10 or 11 in three-point percentage defense. So we just did what we what we do, honestly. You know, we didn't do anything tricky. Um, we just we always say every shot got to be contested, and we're gonna try to make it tough on the other team to try to shoot um, to to get in the lane and shoot twos. We want you to try to lift from the outside to beat us, and usually that doesn't work. So um, you know, we really didn't do anything different, honestly. No, no doubt, and I think people don't realize that as well because I've known all year long how tough you are defensively, but a lot of my fans don't realize that. And like you said. The, the wins and losses, but there's more inside of them. You got to look at the stats like rebounds and the defense, you know, holding the threes, fouls. So I think a lot of time our fans don't really understand the way you and I do that. It. It's more to just as, as it's the final score. It's a lot going on with you. You got to really pay attention to it if you love the game of basketball the way me and you do. Yeah, yeah, without question. I mean, you you hit it right on the head. You know, there's a lot of inside numbers that that lead to those those wins. And there's inside numbers of you that if you're having a bad year, which is, you can see why teams are losing. You know, honestly, so it goes both. It goes both ways. And, and like I said, you know, holding the twenty points the first half, and a lot of you guys at twenty four coming out at halftime. You came out there, made the run at them, and you kind of got a big lead there. So I want you to focus on this as well. How your team responded out of halftime? Because some teams are not good out of halftime, but your team showed once again that you're good preparation wise for first half, second half as well. Coming out of the blocks, making hit, hit, hitting them in the mouth, and you all took it in. Since they held on to the championship game, talk about kind of halftime, what you have, what you did, have 24 points, the way you scored it in the second half, defense was well, shutting down as well. Halftime, well, all we do is basically tell them that uh, I thought we was playing too tight. You know, even I think I, I found myself, because uh, I'm, I'm kind of like in, intense on the sideline, but um, I like lowered my intensity a little bit because I saw that the, the guys were similar, they were very nervous, you know, and um, the thing I told them at halftime was that, well, you know, we've been the best team all year, you know. At this point, you know, before yesterday's win, we had won 23 games already. So I was like, that we're, you know, we're a pretty good team. So let, let's go out and do the things that helped us win the, the 23 games pr previous, and that's going to help us win the 24th. And that's what really, 
that's what the speech was really. It wasn't like no real adjustments, no X and O tricky plays, none of that stuff. It was just like basically calm down, you know, like relax, exactly. you know, let's let's get back to playing the way we're supposed to play. Because even 24 points at half was uncharacteristic of us offensively. I mean, we were, we were shooting like 36% at half. I think the second half, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think we shot 61% in the second half or something like that. But, um, you know, once we calmed down, we just played the way we were supposed to play. And, Rob, people don't understand about you, brother. You've been there a long time in North Oklahoma State doing a lot of great things, man. And come for HBC way I have. I know how it's for the resources and things like that. You've been doing a great job at North Oklahoma State. Resources what they are, me at conference. So a lot of people don't realize how great of a coach you are. I know you want to make it about yourself, man. But I'll tell you on the air, everybody here, here, man, you do a hell of a job knowing what it is behind the scenes you got to deal with and having guys come in and play for you and having a connectivity, having a great staff, man. So I just want to shout out to you, brother, because you do a hell of a job. People don't ever know about it, but you got you have a winning record in, in an ACU conference. That's rare. Has to play guaranteed games and take L's. It's just the fun of the department. So, my man, you're doing some great, great stuff, brother. Man, I appreciate those words, man. You know, just it's all, like, all, all credit to the staff and, and, the, and the, the kids, man. It's like I'm the supervisor. That's all. Like, I just tell them, like, the things to do, and hopefully they follow the plan, you know. And they, you know, so far they've been following the plan. But it is hard. A lot of people don't understand is that, like you said, with scheduling that we do have to have to be – 24 and six, or even last year, 17 and eight and stuff like that. That's hard to do because you're playing some real people, you know, and that's why I keep saying that, um, you know, today, um, you know, we got a selection show coming up in a couple of hours that I, I, I still don't feel like we should be a 16 seed because people don't understand how hard it is to win 24 games in the situation that we're in, you know, and it, it got to be some credit given to that eventually. You know, it can't just be Oh, just throw him as a 16, throw him as a first four. I mean, we won 24 games, man. Like, you know, exactly. Come on, man. Come on now. You know, no doubt. And also, the MEAC was tougher this year. Way tougher. Howard improved. Juan Dixon's team improved. Justin Crafton's team improved at UMS. So it wasn't like, you know, Stan's team didn't win as many games they wanted to, but they play hard every night. They could have won some games as well. So I feel like. The MEAC was tougher this year. Talk about that as well. People don't understand that every team that has conference improved this year. Nobody got worse. No, the, the MEAC was way tougher this year. I mean, even the MEAC conference rating was, was was higher this year. I mean, it was higher than the Southland, the NEC, the, you know, the SWAC, and stuff like that. You know, sometimes the MEAC, you know, towards the bottom. But this year it wasn't like that, you know. So that got to go into some consideration too. Like, I don't think, you know, I'll, I'll be ready. To, you know, I'm, I'm happy about being in the tournament. I'm excited about who we're going to play. I'm excited about the selection show. I'm excited about all that stuff. But I will be a little disappointed if we get 16, to be honest with you. I sure will. You should be a 15 or at least a 15, you yeah. know, at minimum a 15. Because 24 and 6, playing the schedule you played, because you really you didn't play any 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 pot of puff D2s to puff, puff up your schedule. You played real uh -huh. people and won 24 uh -huh. games. So <laughs> so that's why, but you know how it is. Sometimes you want to disrespect the smack in the media because of who they are. So I'm praying today that such show, shows don't forsake the Spartans the love they deserve and behold the green and gold as they should. My man, Rob Jones, my brother, thank you so much, my guy. I'll be cheering for you as always, my, my brother. I right, appreciate you, brother. No doubt, man. All right. Peace. All right, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host 
by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.